Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, he's back. We've got him back on the pod. It's Robert Howard, a sprinter from Alabama. You're back in Tuscaloosa. You just finished your ISL season with the DC Trident. been back for about three or four days now um has 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 the season itself kind of have you had time to process it um what 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 have you what has come up for you in these last few days um after this season has come to an end for you yeah so um it was it was a unique experience um i think you can see um just how some teams approach the the four or for, i mean for us, it was four weeks, and I guess the semifinals aren't too far away in the finals. So it's a it's kind of a grueling stretch of swimming, and see it's interesting to see how different people approach it. You know, if you train a little bit more at the beginning, or or you know, you got to taper because you can't just you can't be on for the whole six weeks. It's just you can't be like tapered for the whole six weeks. So I think that's an interesting um, aspect to training that we don't usually have so it's it's uncharted territory a little bit I mean I think I guess some people do all the world cups and everything and that's fast 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 but um, this was definitely different Um, for me personally I thought the first meet went well Um, I was just really only on that meet and but then the next few days I was training well Um, I started feeling better a lot better and I mean I went fast in the first meet I went faster than I did all last year so that was like really encouraging considering just topsy-turvy training this summer and even a few days before we left um but then I was training good and then I started feeling like I got like I was getting like like the chills after practice and I had a headache and I was like oh my gosh I've got COVID <laughs> and and I was sick and I we luckily we got a test I didn't have it but there was like it's kind of like a it was a stomach bug going around and I got that and I didn't eat for two days um, like leading up to our second meet and I swam just kind of like, I didn't know what to expect, but I was like, I'm just going to go out. And it was, it was difficult. Um, definitely not eating for two days and then competing at a high level is not, uh, recommended. And then we had, a, we had a meet two days out or we had a two day break and then a meet another meet. And I just didn't have enough time to kind of get back, get some strength back. I lost some weight and, uh, it was, I did that meet. And then the last meet I was just I had nothing because I just lost a lot of lost a lot of base and lost a lot of power and strength. So it was weird. And I know a lot of a few other people had it, um, too. I don't know if it was the food or what, but um, that was a little disappointing. Um, but I take the first meet and see that. And I know that um, even despite the training we had before uh, this summer, how it was kind of crazy that I still swam faster than I did last year. So that was a good a plus for me. Yeah. Um, I, that, that certainly seems encouraging and it's always, a you know, illness just sucks always. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think there's any way around that. Um, and so that, that is unfortunate, but, um, let's talk about, you know, just kind of being with the team, the DC Trident, everyone I've talked to from that team, every interview I've seen, I mean, you guys seemed to have a really 
good connection going on. Tell me about those four weeks with uh, those teammates of yours on the DC Trident. Yeah, uh, it's it, DC Trident's the most fun team. That's what we say. Um, it's it, it's last year we we set the set the, the the groundwork for the team culture that we had, and we had some people leave and we had some people come on. But I think everybody that came on just kind of stepped right into it, and it's very just. I don't know. I don't, I have no experience from other teams, but it's just a very, just laid back, uh, you know, everybody's, there's no, no drama, nothing crazy. No. Um, it's just real, real easy to hang out with those people. And uh, we had some fun and um, you know, we, we didn't quite have the best, the best results, but um, we still stuck in the fight and we all kind of were, we kind of rallied behind that of just, you know, you know, we just, just got to keep on fighting no matter what. And so that was, kind of a fun thing that kind of brought us all together. Yeah. And, and I mean, one thing that I like about this, the, the ISL, this league that, you know, I, uh, that, that is much like any other league, you know, an NBA or an NFL, it's like you guys, um, you know, on paper were one of the lower scoring teams, but, um, in terms of, you know, how many points you scored per match, um, but you guys had stars, you know, everyone has, has stars. You, you were winning events, you're winning relays. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the, you guys still have so many components that, that were hitting, um, at a really high level. And so it makes it still fun to watch. And like you said, behind the scenes, um, you guys are still enjoying it so much and enjoying each other so much that it's, it, I think it's really important to get that perspective. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't like getting fourth. I don't like losing in the meets. I don't, you know, it'd be fun if we could, we'd be pushing for the the title and it'd come down to the last skins race and we need to win that one, or we need to get someone in the second round. And that's, but that's what, that's where this league needs to, I mean, it happens sometimes. I'm hoping these, the semifinals are, are exciting and the finals finals last year were really exciting. So that's, that's something that I wish we were, we, I mean, our first meet, we, we were down like 30 or 40 to aqua centurions going into the last session. And then we like inched back and, and it was one skins round after another. We like finally, and we, we overcame them. That was, that was really fun to be a part of. And that was just for third place. So like, imagine if it's the team title and stuff. So um, that was fun to be a part of. And um, even though, you know, we weren't going to win the every, every meet or anything, it was still fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's as a, as a fan, it's easy to get caught up in like, okay, who's winning, but you have to, you have to remember that all these athletes are, are, are the top 0.0001%. They're all putting up really great performances and, uh, and, you know, win or lose, like there's still really great things happening yeah. just for our sport in general. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about. Uh, I'll bring the focus back to you. Um, you you were managing school through all of this. Uh, tell me about. And I don't I don't think you're alone in that. I think I've talked to a few other people who were who were working through uh, college classes during this ISL season as well, which just sounds nuts to me. But t- tell me about how that went for you. So that was interesting. Um, with the time change, it was it it made it. I don't know about harder, but 
luckily I, I had some group projects and if, if this was happening, if I had to stay even longer, or it was going on until December, it would have been really bad because I just have a lot of group projects right now. But before it was, um, this most stressful part was just not having a great like Wi-Fi setup. Like the first, the first day I had a test. The, the Monday I got there, I had a test. Oh, oh my gosh. Like it was, it was so stressful because the Wi-Fi. I was downstairs in the lobby because the Wi-Fi in your room is, at least in my room, was not very good. So it was hard. And then you just had to adapt and you had to go, you know, had to be down in the lobby. So, I mean, every, like everybody would, they'd walk past me and see me every day. And they're like, man, every time you're down here, you're on your computer doing something. And that was the same, like Tommy Cope. And I know a lot, of, I saw a lot of people um, that were doing that. Luckily, my classes were in the morning over here. So mm -hmm. I didn't have any class that was later than like 10 o'clock. So that was, that was fun. And I could do them all through zoom, but it was a lot of balancing and, um, but it was kind of nice if I had an assignment do it at eight, I could do it, which was then do it three over there. I could do it that morning of, and it was different. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a challenge and, but I got a, I got an, uh, ethernet adapter from my Mac and, uh, that made it a lot easier. So I could be in my room. And I didn't have to go bring it all, bring everything down, go sit down there in the lobby and wear my mask while I'm doing all this and everything. So uh, I, I figured it out towards the end. Nice. Yeah. I mean that I, again, you're, you're over there in a completely new set of circumstances, competing, trying to compete at the highest level you can and, uh, and then balancing, you know, yeah. a, a, a a load of collegiate classes in there. It sounds, yeah, it's a lot. Luckily, luckily my like classmate, my group, my group mates and stuff were very like considerate of that fact that, you know, I'm doing my best. I'm trying, I'm trying to help. I don't want to just not do the work. Um, I'm going to do something, but um, they weren't just like, you know, they, 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 they were, they understood it and they, they, uh, uh, whatever, they were good with it. <laughs> That, that is really nice. <laughs> I mean, I would think if you told, you know, your classmates, Hey, I'm a professional athlete. I live in Budapest in a bubble yeah. for six weeks. Can, and, you know, and my teachers were cool with it too. So that was like, good. Cause I was like, when I emailed them all before I left, I was like, I hope they don't say like, they don't give me a hard time here. Like I, yeah. once it's a, once in a lifetime opportunity to go to this and um, I can't just pass it up because of school yeah so. yeah i agreed and and that is really cool that everyone seemed to be understanding yeah um so so uh looking ahead to the immediate future you know what's i we you said right before we started recording that you've still been doing classes all this week you just got home from the from a from a heavy session at the library um what's you know what is what are the next few weeks looking like for you so um, uh, the pool situation in Alabama is kind of fluid. Um, everything, uh, just the pros, I think the, with the pros, um, it makes it tricky because uh, we're not in the protocols. We're not getting tested. And so it's harder to let us, you know, it's just harder to, to um, I don't know, find a place for us to do it and stuff. So like the past few days I haven't swam uh, just to kind of also just to kind of get my schoolwork out of the way and just not have to worry about that. But mm -hmm. um, 
I'm going to get back in the water and get in the weight room and stuff. Um, kind of, it's going to be different than the usual, um, college schedule of build through September, October, and then race in November. And then kind of you do, you, you go back home for Christmas and you'd maybe not, uh, you, you, you have so much training that you can afford to maybe not be in that environment where you're with the whole team and everything that week of Christmas. Whereas now it's like, that's going to be kind of like building the blocks, like laying some foundation, getting ready to train through January, March, April. Um, so that's, I'm kind of looking towards that and uh, just get in the weight room, get some strength back. And um, cause that was four weeks of racing is, is, and especially towards the end, it was bang, 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 these meets. So not a lot of training, not a lot of lifting. So um, definitely need to come back and build, build back up a little bit. Yeah. What, uh, that, like you said, especially, you know, the, the, the schedule certainly changed because at first it was like, okay, we're, we're racing yeah. once a week for those first two or three weeks. Yeah. And then like week three or four, it's like two days on two days off two days on, um, yeah. which is nuts. Uh, but you know, it did give you some time to have different amount it gave you a, a period where you're racing at different intervals, right? Um, what, what did you take away? From, and I know, you know, you had said you were sick and you certainly not at your best. Um, but what did you take away from having to, you know, having a week and then having two days of racing and then having two days off and then two days of racing? Yeah. Um, uh, it's just different. Um, uh, I mean, it's hard to, compare it to anything i mean there's no i think we had a, i think we had a dual meet one one time where it was we swam on wednesday and then we swam on a friday or a saturday or something or we swam i don't even think it was that maybe it wasn't even i don't know we just it's it's not something we're used to in, in swimming so i think um people are going to find what works best and i think that's gonna um this is some trial and error obviously next season for isl it's not going to be like this condensed format but it's still going to be it's going to be different than i think i think what constantine the the owner wants his vision is to not have it so much be every every meet you're at your peak every meet you're at your your best the people the, the, the random people are going to watch aren't going to like aren't going to know that i mean football football teams basketball teams they're not if they trained like we did and then swam in the Olympics every four years, they'd probably play a lot better maybe, but that's everybody's in that situation. If that makes sense of training. And then now it's like meets a lot of meats. So it doesn't really matter if you're at your peak, it's going to be different. Some, some people are going to approach it differently, but after you have three meets in a span of 10 days, everybody's going to be beat up to that level. And, you know, it's getting away from kind of the times and I mean, people are still swimming fast, but getting away from that idea of peak swim, peak performance, I have to taper perfectly to swim at this time. Whereas now it's going to be more professional attitude of, all right, I'm racing this day, you know, just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a different approach to swimming than I think has um, been in the past. Yeah. And I, I think that, right. That's, that's one of ISL's goals. Certainly it's, it's what I, as a fan have loved about seeing ISL so far. Um, 
in to to you is that more of a physical thing, more of a mental thing, or or both, and in, in how people are approaching that, and how people kind of have to make that shift. I think it's, I think it's, um, I guess it's it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely physical and mental. Um, definitely, I think it has to do with training, and you're going to see more. You know, you might have a, a like meets. I don't know. I don't know what the, I can't remember what they wanted to do this year, how many meets it was going to be for each team, but you might have a, I think it was, uh, I think it was 10 for each team. And, and then, then the semifinals, then playoffs or then finals. I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you have like a cluster of three meets that are within a two week span. And so you have more of like camps and then you do that. And then you go back to another camp of, of training and, and you do everything. And when you're there, it's more, um, you're approaching it differently. You're just, you're maintaining, you're not, uh, going crazy in training. Um, I, I don't know. It's different. I mean, I'm a sprinter. I don't, I don't really, I can kind of low, lower the yardage a little bit and still be fine. I mean, you know, people swim in like four, two hundreds in two days, it's going to be different. Um, but, but then the mental side of it is, is it's a balance. Cause you know, and when you're in a dual meet in college, you don't have, you're not like, it doesn't really matter if, you know, you, it's good to, for your team to win, but it's not like it's going to affect, you know, your seating at SECs or anything. It doesn't, but this, the matches, how they, how they play out matters. And I mean, another team, obviously there's going to be scenarios where teams can rest, rest summers or load management type stuff. But the, it's a balance mentally of, you know, a dual meet in college, you can just be like, okay, like, I don't, you know, whatever. I'm just, just beat the guy beside me. But when you're at ISL, it's like you're swimming against the world's best and you can't just kind of win the race. You have to really like focus on swimming the best race, if that makes sense, you know? Um, and, you know, people are going to approach it differently. So you might have some, you know, some people that are shaving for these meets and it's going to be interesting I mean, it's, it's not like football. It's not like basketball, but it's not so, so different that we, that we make it dif- like as different as we make it, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, I think we have that ingrained culture of you train for a really long time yes. and then you taper for one yeah. meet instead of, instead of, and, and ISL is the complete opposite, right? <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, sure. You train, but then also you get, you get to, the competition and and you race a ton and that that's kind of what's what's keeping you going that's that's how you're getting in shape that's the main thing and uh yeah what's better swimming swimming fast swimming at your 100 percent once or twice a year or swimming at 90 percent 10 10 10 12 meets a year you know yeah that's it's that's where i think the the mindset shift comes in with isl I, I agree. And I think that I think it's, you know, it's better for fans to see 90%, 10, 12 times a year. And I think, uh, I think we've seen a lot of swimmers kind of start to shift there, but also, you know, it's better for the sport, right? Because then you have fast swimming happening all year. And, you know, it's like in ISL, it is still fairly new and people still are adjusting, but we've seen world records. We've seen, you know, personal bests every single meet in budapest yeah Yeah. um so it's it's like it's not impossible it's yeah 
think it's I think it's kind of blowing up some of the misconception or the con, like the preconceived notions of training and how things work. Because um, something's definitely gone a long way from like the '60s to now, or the, in the training styles. But like I think there's still so much further to go with and this ISL can take that take it to the next level. Yeah, because we've we've seen how how training you know, a lot can work for some people, but we've also seen a lot of examples of how racing a lot can, can have a lot of great success too. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's where ISL is going in, in within competition. Um, where do you see ISL going outside of competition in terms of of teams potentially setting up bases. Uh, we've, we've kind of heard murmurs of this and obviously that's a big financial burden and something that, you know, is, is more of a long-term thing, but you know, just after this season, you you're fresh off of, off of being in that environment. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what's in the war room of ISL global, what, what they're thinking. And I don't know the specifics financially of, where they need to be to do certain things. And, but I think that if this is going to succeed, then DC Trident is swimming in DC or it, you know, it doesn't have to be DC. It can move. The team name can move to Miami or wherever. And that's, that's, what's got to happen. I think, I think if you train together, you just more team and you're going to, it just, when you're a pro swimmer, like when I'm, when I have to say, when I explain to someone that I uh, like the customs guy, when I came back, I was like, Oh, we were at a, a pro swim league. And he's like, Oh, what team? And I was like, DC Trident. He's like, I just, I'm going back to Alabama. It's like, why? Like, it's hard to explain to people like what team do you swim for DC Trident? Wait, you live in Alabama though. So that just, it doesn't, it doesn't scream professional when you, when, when it's, when it's like that, cause you, it just, it's DC and name only it's, but I think in the future, it has to be, we have to train together. And then I know that the culture of you swim in college and you stay with your college coach or some people bounce around, but a lot of people like their college coaches and want to stay with them. I mean, me included. Um, and I know a lot of teams probably wouldn't just jump headfirst into it, but you know, if there's money, I was, I was like talking with Zach Harding on the bus and I was talking about this idea and I was like, well, what if you had, what if you got $150,000 a year? And he's like, Oh, I'll do I'll go anywhere for that. So I think if there's money, that is not going to be as big of an issue. The money comes in, but I mean, $150,000 a year for a professional athlete, you can look at like a lot of leagues, like, small leagues too in, in, in Europe, like for, you know, soccer or whatever. And soccer is different, but small leagues, $150,000 a year for a professional athlete is not a ton. And it's not like it'd be a billion dollar organization, the DC Trident. It won't be like up there surpassing the Dallas Cowboys anytime soon, but it doesn't mean it can't just reach, go a little bit more. And I think, I don't know the specifics of, where they are and the fine, like the financials of it. Um, I didn't really get involved. I didn't really talk about that with anybody, but I don't think it's that far out of reach. I think if we can capitalize off the Olympics, the momentum and get people watching, then it, it, it can build some momentum. And I think also having bases in, in, in cities 
we'll get more corporate sponsorship. You know, what if a team uh, or a corporation in DC might be like, okay, more would be more willing to donate if there's a physical team there and it's, it's a physical object and there can be community outreach and you can grow the brand better and you can, it's just, it, there's so many positives to training in one location as a professional team. And yeah, again, you talked about this embedded culture of you swim, you swim for a college team. And then if you're going to keep swimming, you usually stay with your college team coach, if that's an option. Um, you know, so many, many, many swimmers do that. And on one hand, it's like, yep, that's, that's how it's always been done. And people find a lot of success with that. And certainly, certainly when you're training for an Olympics and you have to be at your best at a certain point, that makes a lot of sense, right. To, to get comfortable with something and then say, okay, I kind of know how this is going to work, how this is going to go. So now I know I can peak at this certain point, but you know, on the flip side, right. You take football, you take basketball, you take soccer. It's like you play for a college and then you get drafted (laughs) and you do not. Yeah. You, you do not really even have a say in, in who your coach is going to be, what your team's going to be. And, and, you know, it's like, and then, and then you perform or you don't, but that's that. Um, and I think the, this, this ISL format we just talked about of, you know, it's like, there's just, there's competitions all the time and you don't have to peak at a certain point. You just have to swim pretty good, you know, 90% of your ability. Yeah. And, and then, and then you're going to be a good team member. That's going to, that's going to make it a lot easier for people to say, okay, I can, I can try this. I can do something else. I can go to this big training base. And I mean, it's, you know, so I heard stories about people that are having trouble with training in their, at their colleges right now. I mean, this is a different situation with COVID and all, but what's, I mean, when you think about it, what, what, um, obligation to the, the university, the athletic departments have to letting these pro these professional athletes stay and train and use their facilities. Like, I mean, you know, you swam for four years, but what obligation, I mean, there's not, there's not much financial part of it, but well, who's to say that can just be like, no, we, you, you're done. Like, you can't come back. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing of, and I don't know, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a better environment and you're someone with, instead of someone with the college teams, some, some, some places like IU has a great pro group. So you're, you're competing like Annie Laser and Lily are swimming against each other. Like, you know, that's what it needs to be, but not every college is like that. I mean, I, I'm at Alabama. We're like, like Ryan and myself. Um, and then, but, but some places it's just, just you and the college team. And maybe the college team is, doesn't have this, the people that you need to be training with. So. Right. And, and I think in many cases it's, it's someone in a club team, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they're training with their club team and, uh, and, you know, sure, that can work for some people, but I think it's going to be beneficial to everyone if if you have a group of pros, right? I think we've seen it. We've yeah. we've seen it at numerous college programs. We've seen it, you know, Dave Marsh do it with Team Elite. Yeah. It's like it 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 works. And and again, I don't think 
I don't think the point is, well, did, did these people go best times under X coach? It's did these people have like sustained success at a high level under X coach? And I think the answer is almost always yes. If you go to a pro group like that, there's no, you're not when, when Steph Curry hits a three, you don't look back and say, Oh, is that a personal best three? Or, I mean, it's different. <laughs> Those are plays. It's a different thing, but like, yeah. he just, he, he got the win. They got, he, he hit the shot, you know, it's uh, yeah, there's, I think just because we've done it always this way doesn't mean it's the right way or doesn't, doesn't not mean it's the right way, but there's other ways to do it too. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. You know, yeah. S- same example, like, you know, Clay's record of what is like 51 points in a quarter, right? Yeah. Every season he didn't hit 51 points in a quarter. No one's saying, exactly. well, it's a failed season. They're saying, well, exactly. Golden State won a title this year. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's a better, that's a better way of it. You know, Derrick Henry had 250 yards, but then he had 100 the next game. Yeah. But, you know. It doesn't matter. Like, and I think this unpopular opinion, the swim swam commenters, you're going to say something about it. The times on the ISL broadcast, it's good. It, it, it's, it's not great. I mean, it's not great that they're not showing them, but there's a lot of numbers on that screen. And for the average fan, you know, it's like, and I get it. I get, you want to see the times. And I think maybe a plus 0.03 or, you know, how far you were behind might be better, mm-hmm. but I think this that shows ISL's idea of it's not about the time; it's about winning. It's about your place. It's about where you were. Um, and the jack the jackpot thing that's that's crazy. That's but it's exciting. It's ex- it makes it exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know about stealing the money, but yeah, <laughs> that seems harsh. I agree. That's Steal- very harsh. Stealing the money is like, oh God, like, okay. They already like, this team's already going to win. Like, geez, that's tough. But I mean, you know, you got, you got a game changer. You got, you got a Steph Curry. You got a, you know, you got a Tom Brady, you know, you can, you can, they can make a big difference. And I I love the skins too. The skins being different That, that, that make it so it makes it so much more exciting, so much more about, it makes it more of a game than just um because that medley relay is super important and winning that um can go a long way yeah and uh i mean we just put an article about that about about how you could actually get more points yeah if if you don't win or you know if if you go for a jackpot in the first round and so i don't think isl was intending for that to be the case necessarily but again it's it's like it's a game and uh it's the more we can gamify things, I think the more interest we're going to have. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm with you. I don't know about jackpotting the money, but I do love the yeah. jackpot points, yeah. points wise. Yeah. Um, it's, it's made it, yeah, super exciting. And, and it's like, yeah, for, for the average fan, it's like, if I'm going to tune into swimming and be like, okay, like what? It's like, if I was going to tune into a track meet, it's like, yeah. what would it take for, for me to be interested in like a track yeah. meet? It's like, oh, this person won by so much that they stole yeah. their points. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the time is just so if, if they're going for the average fan, then it's, it's just, it can be, 
Um, and I understand you got you got to play to your base though, but uh, mm -hmm. it's up on the website 15 minutes yeah. later. So we, can, we can take that some spam commenters. Agreed. Yeah, we we put it we put all the times in our live results, so yeah. no one no one yeah. should be crying over spilt milk here. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so Robert, this is, this has been awesome. Uh, before we sign off any, any parting thoughts moving forward on, on you personally or with ISL? Uh, no. You've been listening to the swim swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take swim swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.